Michael Swickert here. Welcome to Enchanting People of New Mexico. We're sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company of Las Cruces, New Mexico. The award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili is from locally owned farms, and boy, is it good. And you know, Hatch is the chili capital of the world. Today I'm talking about a 2015 member of the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. He's one of 89 coaches who are in that Hall of Fame. If you attend a basketball game at New Mexico State University's Pan American Center, you'll see that the court is the Lou Henson Court. Know this, there's another Lou Henson floor and it's at the University of Illinois. And for those of us who were there when the Pan American Center was opened in the fall of 1968, it was called for a long time the house that Henson built because he did. Lou Henson, that's who I'm talking about today. He started his lifetime of basketball by playing all the sports at OK High School. O-K-A-Y. Yes, OK High School. It's a small school 50 miles southeast of Tulsa, Oklahoma. When inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2015, he was quoted as saying, When I began throwing a ball of rags through the homemade hoop on the side of our barn, I never could have imagined that the game of basketball would bring me to this point in my life. I have been truly blessed in many ways. The blessings continued when he played high school as a guard and then at a junior college, and then he was in Las Cruces on scholarship. He was recruited by then-head basketball coach and athletic director George McCarty, who had played football at Las Cruces, but then went into the Army Air Corps, flying B-17s in World War II. He returned to finish his degree in Las Cruces and was the athletic director and recruited Lou Henson. Presley Askew was his basketball coach, and you know that the baseball field is the Presley Askew baseball field. Lou Henson lettered in basketball and got a bachelor's in teacher education, and a year later, uh, in 1956, a master's in educational administration. He started teaching and coaching basketball in Las Cruces at Las Cruces High School. Boy, he thrived as a coach, winning state championships in 1959, 1960, and 1961 with an overall record of 145 and 23, 145 wins, 23 losses. So Lou Henson was really ready for college coaching. From 1962 to 2005, he was a basketball coach several places. First at hardin Simmons University in Abilene, Texas, win-loss rate of 67 wins, 36 losses. New Mexico State University offered him the head basketball coaching job. He had nine years in Las Cruces from 1966 to 1975, had a record of 173 wins and 71 losses, along with, and I remember it quite well from watching it, the NCAA Final Four appearance in 1970, where the Aggies lost to the eventual national champions, UCLA. Henson, over his nine seasons at NMSU, went to the NCAA tournament five times, had four 20-win seasons. Then, 
the University of Illinois hired Lou Henson. He was there for 21 seasons, going 423 wins and 224 losses. He went once to the NCAA Tournament Final Four for Illinois. It was the season which his team had 31 wins, and he also had the honor of his team during the season having the number one ranking in the nation, but he lost in the finals to Michigan 83-81. to Now, Coach Henson, when talking about that game for the national championship, afterwards said, we weren't beaten there. Time just ran out on us. And I really mean that, he said. Well, in a two-point game, the last one holding the ball often wins, and that, my friends, is what happened. His lifetime win-loss record combining his time in high school and college was 924 wins, 435 losses, a winning percentage of 68%. He not only coached teams to win, but this is important. He also made winning coaches out of some of his players and even his son, Lou Jr. Coach Henson got Jimmy Collins as a player, great player, and then after Jimmy's Aggie career was over and he went to the NBA, had a career there, he came back and then was Lou Henson's prime assistant coaching basketball. Michael Swigert here, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Every Wednesday we do a podcast on people who are special to New Mexico. Hit subscribe and you can automatically get these podcasts. Talking today about Lewis Ray Henson, known all of his life as Coach Henson. What's Lou Henson's first name? Coach. And he was either at Hardin-Simmons, New Mexico State University, or the University of Illinois, or then finally back at New Mexico State University. He was also known as husband to his wife, Mary, whom he married in 1955, and father to his son, Lou Jr., and two daughters, Lori, Leanne, and Lisa. Henson, in his ceremony for induction into the Basketball Hall of Fame, said, Talented student-athletes, from they form the core of any successful team. These men in the Hall of Fame are truly responsible for me being here today. I can't thank these young men enough for their hard work, dedication, and loyalty to their teammates and me. Mary and I consider them part of our extended family. Now, throughout his coaching career, his wife Mary was an integral part of taking care of these young men who often were just a year out of high school and away from their hometown. At NMSU, the extended family ended up in the Hall of Fame and it included NBA players Sam Lacey, Charlie Chris, and Jimmy Collins. He also had nine NBA players that started with Henson at the University of Illinois. But Lou and Mary Henson were extended parents to literally hundreds upon hundreds of young men who came to Hardin-Simmons or New Mexico State University or the University of Illinois to play basketball and get a degree. Most did. Now, partly personal, I knew Lou Henson, Coach Lou Henson, in several roles from my time at NMSU from 1968 to 1972. First, I was the head photographer of the yearbook, and also I freelanced photography for the Las Cruces Sun News. As a lowly freshman, I really was, I interviewed Henson a couple of times for stories for the student newspaper, The Roundup. He was kind and generous with his time, 
though I learned from the beginning that he was going to prepare for a loss in his comments, meaning that he would give me quotes that, well, how shall I say, were a little unreliable as to what would happen when his players took the court. I started my very first story that Henson was worried about his players, who were undefeated in the first six games of the season, having a big letdown, and the other team in which their first six games they got beat, well, now they were hungry. <laughs> well, now the final of the game wasn't even close, and the Roundup student newspaper editor laughed when I went and checked and said the article was good, but she had already taken out those two statements. Whew. I would have been kidded for at least a week. And again, he was always a great interview, looking directly at me, not ducking questions, but his answers as to the outcome of the next game were handled carefully at best. And he was very generous, letting me take pictures uh, a lot of the times, and especially during the games. Now, Coach Lou Henson had a quirk in that he liked to brag on players who didn't get as much press as his, as his big players. So he'd talk up Cheeto Reyes and John Burgess and Jeff Smith, who didn't get a lot of press, but he liked to talk them up. Michael Swickert here, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Talking today about Coach Lou Henson, a 2015 member of the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. He's one of 89 basketball coaches in that Hall of Fame. One more personal connection. I was in the Journalism and Mass Communications Department at NMSU and was used as a teaching assistant in the television and radio courses often. Several times, some of the basketball players were skipping class, and I found a quick call to the coach, ended them missing class. And we're not talking about the starters. We're talking about anybody playing for him. Uh, they had a freshman team back then. It didn't matter to Coach Lou Henson. There was no skipping class. Now, in 1992, there was a sadness for all of us who knew Lou and Mary Henson. The newspapers reported that their son, Lou Jr., a first-year coach at Parkland College, had died in an auto accident in Illinois. Uh, Lou Henson ended his basketball career where it started. He was a guard on the 1953 Aggie team under Presley Askew. And in 1997, Henson came back to NMSU first as an interim head coach when Neil McCarthy was fired suddenly at the start of the season. Lou Henson wanted to just donate his time, but state law didn't allow him to work for free, so he accepted a salary of one U.S. dollar a month. But I understand he, uh, he never cashed him. He would show people the check for 70 cents. <laughs> he had his old job from 1998 uh, to 2004 as head coach of the Aggies, and he retired permanently due to illness. These wins, uh, those couple of years there, allowed him to regain his place as NMSU's all-time winningest basketball coach. Those of us who watched the games and were around Lou Henson and his family were blessed. Every time I looked down on the Lou Henson court at the Pan American Center, the house that Henson built, I smile and say a prayer of thanks uh, for Lou Henson coming to Las Cruces. Michael Swickard with Enchanting New Mexico People. You can hit subscribe to get these podcasts. 
I want to recommend the Fresh Chili Company's sun-dried red chili sauce. It's a smoky and lush traditional sauce made with sun-dried hatch red chili pods cooked into a bold and flavorful sauce which pairs beautifully with southwestern and Mexican recipes, be it pisoli, huevos rancheros, or enchiladas. Uh, the sun-dried red chili sauce gives your food an authentic, traditional, outstanding flavor. It's available in mild, medium, and hot. Boy, I sure do like it. You know what's great? You can get about 40 different types of red and green chili, or red-green, it's combined, in 14-ounce jars that sit quietly on your pantry shelf until they're needed for your food. And when you open one of the jars, you get that fresh chili smell and that fresh chili taste that you love. That's why it's called the Fresh Chili Company. Now, if you're a fan of green enchiladas, you can get roasted green chili sauce in mild, medium, and hot taste. It has that rich, smoky undertones. Since it was roasted as green chili with uh, and has a tang of lime juice in it, turns your enchiladas into a masterpiece worth taking a picture of just before serving. And then, you know, I always suggest you take a picture afterward of the satisfied faces. And don't miss out on some of the other varieties of sauces to put on your food. You can go to www.freshchiliCo.com. That's freshchiliCo.com. You can look at the offerings and special prices, and that's where you can order online. Now, one thing that happens when people live in Las Cruces and our little slice of paradise, they can come by the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop. Uh, it's at 1160 El Paseo Road in Las Cruces, Suite D7A. It's open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Come by the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop. There's a big sign over the entrance saying the Fresh Chili Company, a lot of good stuff in, in the gift shop. This is Michael Swickard with Enchanting People of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico for you on these podcasts. If you have something or someone you want me to talk about, write to me, michael at freshchilico.com, michael at freshchilico.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili's good, more's better, as long as it's Hatch Valley chili. Bye for now.